and welcome back to Cruise Control. It is Wednesday, May 17th, 2023. Welcome to Cruise Control, the home of entertainment news. I am your host as always, Brian Cruz. Welcome back, everybody. And as I say, it's hump day, hump day, hump day, hump day, everybody. <laughs> welcome back to Cruise Control. And as always, I have with me the lovely Miss Sabrina Vittori. How you doing, Sabrina? How's your night, Ben? I'm well, thank you. How are you? Good, good. Happy hump day. You have a good hump day? hump day? I sure did. It's spectacular. <laughs> How many times did I say happy hump day? That's the question during this whole show. Well, we're at about 12, so. Some, something like that. And joining Hi, me Jarvis. back here with Sabrina. I Oh, hey, Jarvis. How's it going, man? Good to see you in the chat. And joining us back here on Cruise Control for the umpteenth, billionth, millionth, and trillionth time is Mr. Sean Sutherland. Sean, welcome back to the program. How are you doing tonight? Oh, doing fantastic on this hump day. You know, if it's Wednesday, it's got to yes. be me on cruise control. Uh, so here I am and uh, l- looking forward to get into it. Getting ready to hump it up. And humping right. it up from the from the trunk itself is Mr. Mike Casey. <laughs> Mike, how you doing tonight? You noticed I was in the trunk. I was going to mention that I'm back. I'm back in the trunk. I don't know. Can I, I, can, I do a plug? can I do a plug up top? Is that too yeah. crass? Get in there. Uh, Get in there. Yeah, on uh, on pocket. I'm back in the trunk because I'm recording in the trunk for a new Pocket FM series called uh, "Lightning Is the Only Way." I think I think I play the Son of God in this in this nice. episode. So I, maybe it'll be exciting. The writing is good. Um, Hump, 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 hump day, right? <laughs> hump, Thanks hump, for having hump me on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Always, always a pleasure to have you here on Cruise Control. And there's a lot happening tonight and this week in general. Of course, we were here yesterday for a special Tuesday, but we can't not we can't not be here on a Wednesday, right? On a hump day, because when it's hump day, there's always some breaking news. <laughs> Too many humps. Too many humps. I, I agree, GR. I, I agree. All the humps. <laughs> well, everybody, the first thing I want to talk about is Ant-Man Quantumania. That's right. Ant-Man 3 is finally coming to Disney Plus, so you can watch it at home. When? Right now. Right now. Today is the very first day it's on Disney Plus. So if you want to watch Ant-Man Quantumania, look in the credits under the uh, cast. You'll see this guy right there. I'm just saying. Uh, but if you want to see it, check it out. You can finally watch it. Uh, it made $473 million worldwide. Came out February 17th. It's back again. Stream it. Watch it. Check out some Paul Rudd and watch him going some crazy trip into the quantum realm. Because if you haven't seen it, check it out now. It's your time to watch it on Disney+. Plus. That's all I'm saying. I know it's very mixed out there. We've said this a million times. And I get it. I get it. But, you know, now you can watch it at home. Maybe you'll get some more enjoyment seeing it in your home theater system. It's Maybe. good. I'm going to watch the part of it that I slept through in the, th- in the theater. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, if anybody did fall asleep too, this is a perfect time for that too. So, oh, yeah. Ant Man Quantumania, everybody, is coming back. And speaking of Paul Rudd, too, I want to talk about a new project Paul Rudd's doing. It's called The Invite. That's right, Paul Rudd is t- signed on for The Invite with Tessa Thompson and with Amy Adams. And he's not playing a superhero, everybody. He's playing a married couple. He's he's a husband and a married couple for 15 years. And they're kind of having some problems dealing with their marriage and stuff. And they have new neighbors move in. And apparently those new neighbors are swingers. And now they're getting wrapped up into a uh, orgy with their room or their neighbors who are doing orgies weekly. So what will happen? The tale is all this time. It's called 
the invite to the orgy while well, the invite so you should, you should be so lucky as to have paul rod be one of your swinging couplets uh right? like yeah it's not it's gonna be you know more like danny devito vibe is my is my suspicion where the password is just orgy and he shows up and he brings some sandwiches or something yeah <laughs> it's like bring it in bring some it in sandwiches. invite everybody yeah maybe you'll well, get some chicken wings out yeah. of the deal like that would be a bonus is kfc still open <laughs> uh, he's he's got that Jersey Mike's money now, so he you know he doesn't need that. <laughs> well, it's also like they're new G- to the neighborhood, so it's like, G- oh, right, new to the neighborhood. Know where they live, so he can uh, move next door. He's ready. <laughs> Gr, we'll have some breaking news on that later. We'll find out exactly where that neighborhood's at, so you can go knock on that door. There'll probably be a pineapple wow. out front, because apparently that's what they do—is they put a pineapple uh, out front. Upside down pineapple. International Sun. Oh, you're about to gain a hundred thousand subscribers. <laughs> Watch out for that pineapple, everybody. That's all I can say. It's a sticky situation in that house. <laughs> and speaking of sticky situations that's what indiana jones always gets himself into sticky situations but they're not that kind of sticky but they are sticky in a lot of ways so indiana jones now everybody is coming to disney plus finally every you know everyone's probably been wondering this too i mean it's it's disney why is it not there yet why is it not there yet well kathleen kennedy said we're officially bringing out in time for the new Indiana Jones Dial of Destiny. So May 29th, you can sit down and watch, binge all the Indiana Jones. Talking about Raiders, we're talking about Temple of Doom, Last Crusade, and even the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, which you might want to forget about, but whatever. You can watch them all through May 31st, and then on June 30th, you can go to theaters and see the new one, Dial of Destiny, with Harrison Ford himself, coming back for the very last time. But I think it's good that they're finally bringing these to Disney+. Plus. They're great movies. Like, why not? Why have we not had these someplace to stream like this? It's about time, do, right? Do it's about time. Much, do we know how much money they gave to Harrison Ford? He doesn't like to be in movies, from what I understand. <laughs> he prefers to not. Like, it takes it takes zeros and zeros and zeros to get him to even pick up the phone. Like, like he's say, had I enough. Imagine, like, he's making he's making twenty million dollars on the deal, right? Oh, has to oh. be. Has to be. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, easily. And back end points, probably two on top of it. That's that's I'm, a good point. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's definitely getting the back end points. But you gotta get them to come out because the thing is you can't have this without him. This is the last one. They said that's it. And they've apparently shot that ending multiple times. Talk about that in the show too. So it's just I don't it's know. just Shia from here on out. No more Harrison yeah. Ford. <laughs> Yo, Ty, what's up? Yeah, I mean that's it could be, but I don't think so. No one wants to see Shia LaBeouf in this <laughs> no, shit. Why did you know? they, why no, why did they? Why did they? I mean, they kicked him to the curb. He's not present in this this movie at all, right? Like, yeah, no, not at all. No, nope, not at all. They're ignoring a, all of that. That's kind of a one eighty. I was surprised. They're saying no, 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 no. All right. <laughs> That's what they're saying to Shia LaBeouf, right, Sabrina? <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm not, not, a fan. not a fan. Not a fan. <laughs> well, I'm yeah, not a fan. Well, I'm not a fan of him. I'm not a fan of him and the Indiana Jones. That was not not anything I want to revisit in my lifetime. You're more or, a fan of his performance art, right? Oh yeah. Well, no. Yeah. No. Hundred million GR says. <laughs> He's great in shrinking. Um, Harrison Ford's great in shrinking. I'll tell you that though. Absolutely. If you think about someone that's awesome, he really Harrison is. Ford. That show is amazing. Great. Yeah, show. it's amazing it that time. it's amazing that in you know instead of paying writers, we just get the Indiana Jones movies on Disney Plus. That was a weird. <laughs> really, uh, I'm surprised they went that way instead of uh, paying writers. Like, but hey, this... yeah, we'll just give we'll just give uh, Harrison Ford some money and uh, they can watch. Uh, you know, uh, doesn't that just Temple say that people are stupid? 
yes. isn't that all that, that says? Yeah, I don't know even that when you break down. Even when you break <laughs> yeah, down, they're losing like thirty million dollars a day. They say that's uh, that's the number for like this every day. If there's a strike, thirty million dollars. They've already lost like three hundred or four hundred million, something like that already. And you know, there's no end to this. They're not negotiating. It's kind of on stall. They're just like waiting to see for someone to budge. And again, we look back in the past three months. That's kind of the magic number. So we'll see, everybody. It might be a long time. So you know, the uh, the AMPTP and the WGA are also in a very sticky situation, if you will. <laughs> and can wow. they get out of it? That's the question. Can they get out of it? Also, will Loki be okay in season two after he broke the timeline? Will he get out of that? That's the next question because Loki season two is finally coming, everybody. They finally announced it. October 6th, 2023. We're getting our season two of Loki. Kevin Feige did an announcement about this during Tuesday's uh, Disney Upfront presentation. Now, it's going to be weekly releases, as it did last time, which makes sense. That's how they're doing it all the time. The one thing that I thought was interesting, again, in the press release and during this release announcement, Kevin Feige mentioned all the cast except Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors. (laughs) Not a word on Jonathan Majors as playing in this. Yeah, I specifically was looking for that and, and waiting to see if they'd make some sort of announcement. Obviously, not ready to, not ready to make the call. I don't know. But yeah, his his name is suspiciously absent from the press yeah. releases and uh, from the, the news bits about it. So not surprised, obviously, with what's going on with that sticky situation. Uh, to steal <laughs> Very <a> sticky. <laughs> uh, super sticky. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm obviously I'm excited to, to have the show back. I don't know how they're going to handle the Kang of it all, um, but uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, they yeah. had to, based on when the this news broke, they must have had plenty of it filmed by the time that happened, right? Uh, oh, it was all done. All of it. All in the can. Yeah. yeah. Holding so was done. That happened in the in the editing room and reshoots and rewriting. Like, I mean, maybe just, I I, maybe they're that. just. I think. I think they're keeping it ambiguous right now to see what yeah. happens like before it comes out. So I think they didn't mention him in the Smart. press release. Apparently the first trailer came out, um, not for us, but people have seen it and he is not, at, there's no whisper of him in the trailer either. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they're just keeping it without him for now until they see what happens in court and how they're going to proceed. Cause I don't think that they've decided yet. I mean, it makes sense that they haven't. So um, but insightful, Sabrina. Not even a whisper of him. I would never, I would never realize on my own if I didn't have the the <laughs> gift of being able to join you guys. <laughs> well, the thing is though, too, it's like, yeah, and this happens. They know there's drama with him, so why, you know, putting kind of publicity out for him? Because there's no need. Like, there's no need. He's not like Owen Wilson. You know, he's not Loki himself. He's not Hiddleston. So, like, why do we have to like push him? Just, just be quiet he's about Kang. it. <laughs> yeah, and they did do that whole thing. But I've also heard that maybe he isn't as big a part as you actually think in this. So that, yes, that they teased been, it. That would have been a big coup for Disney. Hopefully, for well, their sake, he, he oh, wasn't, yeah. and it was just teased up front like that. So someone yeah. said like that he's not really in it, like also, but like the that one of those end credit scenes, the, the end credit scene with uh, Loki and and whoever Owen Wilson's character is. Um, was actually a scene from Mobius. Loki Mobius, thank you. So that scene, that was the end credit scene for Ant-Man and the Wasp. Peyton Reed confirmed he was the director of Ant-Man and the Wasp, but that was, in fact, a scene Friend from the show. So, like, he's definitely in it. I mean, I, I would be, find it very hard to believe that that's the only scene that he's in in an entire season of a show. So I think you're going to have to do some... Uh, some figuring out once uh, once things you know come to fruition, we see what happens, and they're gonna have to make a decision and probably 
it's gonna it's not gonna be easy, but they'll they'll do what I they mean, gotta do. They're Disney. The whole theme of the show is variants, so maybe they just grabbed a variant of Jonathan Majors uh, from a different universe where he didn't do these terrible, terrible things. Uh, hard to say. We'll see. Yeah, but it won't look like him. It will be a different person. You're gonna pretend as him. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> no, like a different Jonathan the Mage. I'm just making a multiverse joke. It doesn't. Oh, really oh, instead of, <laughs> instead of you, you meant his, his actual person, not his character. I thought correct. Was yes, I was like, wait Mm-mm. a minute. Okay, fair enough. No, no, no. It was a, it was a multiverse joke. Yes, I'm a nerd. It was hilarious. <laughs> I, I liked it. I liked it, John. <laughs> Thank you. Thank That's you. awesome. I didn't get it. That was my fault, not his. It was a situation, yeah. SEG after sent out a notification to everybody saying the board has unanimously agreed to send out strike authorization for SEG after for their contract negotiation coming up at the end of June. So that's just going out right now. They're oh, members. That's actual breaking news right that's now. Actual breaking what news. What, what does that mean? Can, wow. you, can you break that down a little bit for yeah. us, Brian? Yeah. So the board actually sat down. When how it goes is they go to negotiations. First, the board has to go and and vote to be like. Can we, will we let a strike authorization move forward? They all agreed unanimously. So now it goes to the members. So a vote will be going out to the members probably next week. And it'll pretty much be yes or no. Do you authorize a strike? And whatever the higher percentage is, like if it's like 98% yes, now the board has the authorization to strike right away. So when June 29 or June 30th, when it runs up, they'll be able to be like, we don't have a deal. We can strike tomorrow right away because the uh, members said we could. So that is done. They have to do that authorization first every time. But that is the first step they need to do. And they don't always ask for that unless there are problems moving forward. And right now, there, of course, there are problems because... WGA is striking. So they went for it right away. They said, hey, let's get authorization. They haven't even negotiated yet. They haven't even gone to the table yet to negotiate. So this is very early to do this, but they put it out to the SEG members. So if you're a SEG member, you're looking forward that email's coming to say, hey, we're going to vote to see if we want to strike. And the thing is, hopefully everybody just gets behind them because if everybody gets behind them and then we can actually get wrap this up eventually and get a deal made because if the directors and the actors and the writers are all there being like hey figure something out the studios have to move there's strength in numbers always strength in numbers you know and it's it's a huge thing so that was some breaking news right now and there's i guess there's always strength in numbers just like the numbers that come down to shazam 2 there's no strength in those numbers but it does tell you how bad it did that's all i can say because the numbers came out for shazam 2 and right now everybody it is the lowest grossing film in dceu's history history since kicking off in 2013. lowest ever all right so opening weekend 30 million dollars all right it earned globally 133.4 million dollars Okay, now, oh, that's a good amount of money, right? Good amount of money. Production budget, over $110 million. Marketing, $100 million. Okay. Over $210 million to make this movie and to market it. And it only made $133.4 million. So, big bomb for DC. And if you look at the last one, Shazam 1, it made $363 million. So, and it had a budget of $90 million. So, they made a lot of money in the first one. This one, not so much. And I know Zachary Levi is probably crying in a corner about it. I feel bad for him. He's good in it, but the movie just didn't live up to the hype. So They'll make, they'll make it up on VHS rentals. I think that babysitters oh. are going to be putting their seven-year-olds to sleep with this for decades to come. So it's going to be a slow burn. You mark yeah. my words on that one. It's going to get cult classic, cult classic status uh, any day now. Guaranteed. And uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to tell stories about how we made fun of it uh, to our uh, I did you have you seen it? It's pretty oh, God, bad. No. 
bad. I no, I didn't. I didn't day. even bother. That, that's two hours. I'll never get back of my life. It was really bad. <laughs> yeah, Sabrina, you just saw it. So, what do you think? Does this uh, make sense? Was, I, I no. I mean, yes, it does make sense. It was awful, and and the messed up thing is, is that they had a lot of star power, and like it, and and the first movie did really well. Like they they just dropped the ball. The writing was shit. Honestly, the writing was really just the writing is terrible. It was terrible. Like and and hey, even like the. Like, I mean, it really was. Yeah, hey, I those writers. You, the, you know what? The, whoever wrote that should really be on strike forever, okay? You should stay home and not write anymore, whoever you are. Um, I'm sorry. It was just the writing Probably was AI. Really, really bad. The story was bad. Like, it was just, I, I had zero interest, zero investment, could care less. It was just, it was really, really bad. So, yep. I mean, I feel bad for everyone involved that they, you know, are involved in a in a That they wasted movie. their time on this Well, no, that it's like, you know, that it, it bombed so badly. Like, that sucks for anybody involved That's in sad. anything. You know what I mean? But, like, it just, it was really, really bad. I mean, you can't, you can't sugarcoat shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, it was awful. And I wanted to like it. That's the worst part about it. I really enjoyed the first one. But it was, it was, yeah, awful. that was the problem, it. though, is the first one did so well. You expected the second one to follow up with it, but they didn't do anything to really make you excited for it, right? They were trying to tread the same ground that they did in the first movie. And, uh, you know, not, I'm not surprised this didn't do well. Uh, there was not enough tying into the rest of the universe. There was never an inkling of what Shazam meant to the larger DCEU storyline, if you will. That's a very strong point. Yeah, like but the it was first just... one was the same way. It's like it's totally a standalone situation, which and they, sure. they brought in the Black Adam that Rock did the Black Adam thing, and instead he teased Superman at the end instead of Shazam when they're like rivals. Like it was just I don't know. It, I just think it was all very poorly done. Well, that was also the Rock's choice, and uh, right. you know I think Rock made the right choice there. Sure, as a nerd, as a, you know, the mythos makes a lot more sense for Shazam and Black Adam to be going at it, or you know, to have right. some kind of interaction versus Superman. But Rock was like, "Nah, I, I don't play with that Zachary Levi," uh, which give, is give insane. Henry Cavill. Yeah, so, yeah, and th- and he like fought. And look how like, that worked out that, for him. It was like a huge deal, and then they both got fired. Like it's. Yep. The whole, and I feel like that was partially that had a bit to do with it as well. Like the oh, the absolutely extreme lack of success of of Black Adam and following on the heels of that nightmare. You know, yeah. And the thing is, again, like Sean was saying, not connected for most part. Wonder Woman made a cameo in here. Uh, she, she actually showed up. Gal Gadot. I know where she was there because he was like crushing over her the whole movie, and he's like, "Oh, I want to have a date with Wonder Woman," but like. This this universe is already done, so I think people just wrote this movie off right away because they're yeah. like, this is already over with. We already have yeah. other things moving forward. What's the point right. of this movie? There really was no point for the movie. And it, and it bombed. It bombed bad, and I feel bad for him. The cast and the crew and even the director's like, I'm going back to horror because he did horror before, and he's like, I'm done with this superhero shit. And yeah, yeah I mean, I'm Probably sorry better watch suited it. for that. There was some goodness to it. There was. I enjoyed some it of it. Was, it was no, fun. dude, it was really bad. It was the really unicorns bad. were ridiculous in it. Bad. I will say that again. All terrible. Terrible. The evil unicorns eating Skittles. All I have to say. And there you're like, what? Goodness. There was some goodness Takes in it, rainbow. Sabrina. That's what it was. Yeah, there was some goodness. You know, I, I, you know, I think is, I liked it overall, but but there was the really dude, some life shit. Your dad and the foster, the foster dad was the best part of the whole movie, if that tells you anything. He was probably in the movie for a total of 10 minutes. He was the best yeah, part was, of the movie. Like, he was I mean. crushing it. He was crushing it. He was so crushing for 10 it. Minutes, I didn't want to slam my head in, against the wall. You know what I'm saying? It was really. <laughs> yeah, funny. yeah. Don't don't do that. But he was crushing it. Just just like Jamil like, White crushed it as Urkel because he was awesome as Urkel, and we all know he crushed it for years. And I know he hated it for a while and pushed it aside. But now he's coming to Star Wars, everybody. 
He's coming to Star Wars. And you're like, what? Is this what, what's happening? Man, he just I'm announced. Like, yeah. I'm yeah, like, yeah. let's get to this. I mean, I'm Star not like, Wars. what at all? Yeah, I, I have zero confusion. But I he's want him play to pirate. be Urkel, though. Well, well, unfortunately, unless he's an Urkel pirate because he's apparently playing a, playing a pirate. He said he actually had to have heavy prosthetics done every day for two hours in a chair, and he was really excited. He actually said it's coming out November, December, which they haven't actually said when it's releasing, which is kind of funny. Be he must have been very excited. Right first time doing something for Disney. Hopefully not the last time. Uh, <laughs> you know, but this is a Skeleton know. Crew series that he's going to be in. Skeleton Crew and uh, – it's coming out, like I said, November, December, and he's saying right now that he's super excited. He's going to be playing a pretty substantial part, and pirates are supposed to be the main villains in this, too. So we'll see. Jude Law's in this, Carrie Condon, uh, Ryan Kira Armstrong, who was also in American Horror Story. She's awesome. She's a little girl that's really been rising up, doing great. So I'm excited about this series. It could be fun. They had, like, first little teaser release, but it was kind of behind scenes so i saw some clips from it it's pretty cool and i like me some uh i mean he was awesome at sonic the hedgehog he I was awesome gonna, right? i knew you were gonna say that right <laughs> he was great at Sonic the hedgehog he, he yeah. liked the chili dogs he really did urkel and star wars but like how good would it be urkel doing like anakin's greatest hits he slays all the younglings and then it's like did i do that and it's like oh my god like i could just what? totally picture it did you just come up with that Sean, or is I that did. Perk? I, really? okay. I did no when did brian was doing that? it i was like oh shit i gotta save this i gotta save this. Yeah. right i hate to do I that to the man but i needed to hear something heartwarming i'll be able to i'll no. be able to take that to, and snuggle with that when I go to bed tonight. That's great. Enjoy, enjoy but, that visual Sean, miracle. Sean, do you think that like this will be a big impact having him in there? Will it change his career, or do you think this is gonna be like a little thing and it's gonna be done? It's not even gonna be anything big. I mean, it's his opportunity. It's probably the the largest opportunity that he's had to redefine himself and reestablish himself in in recent memory. And what better way to do that when with a red hot IP like Star Wars? Um, I think the you know. The more that you get to focus on it, the more you understand his character. Perhaps he gets some more screen time. Are they playing him with Jude Law or any of these other big names that are on the show? That I picture is hilarious. Thank you for that. Yes, that's <laughs> I just saw it. Uh, that's exactly where I wanted. I'm my so sorry. Right no, thank wow. you. Um, but no, like. I, I, you know, more power to the guy. He's still acting. He's still doing things and he's still in the business. So by all means, I'm excited to be surprised by it. Um, I'm excited to see, you know, what, what, what a new Urkel is like. Yeah, I think it's going to be pretty cool. And maybe they'll have some fun with it, too. They might. You never know. It might be something like that. They really haven't said anything about his character. Nothing's confirmed besides he said he was a pirate, you know, and that's kind of probably a big giveaway. They didn't want out there, but that's how it goes. He's probably super excited about it. Sabrina, what yeah. do you think about this? Are you excited about Jamil White coming to Star Wars? Or are you going to be giving me some bad shit about, about um, Spice tonight? What are you thinking? Um, well, let's, let's be fair. He's playing Dude. a pirate underneath heavy prosthetics. No one's going to know who's, who, which one is Jaleel White anyway. So they it might. doesn't really make a difference. No? I mean, you probably will IMDb it later and be like, which one of these yokels is uh, Jaleel White? You know, if he's, <laughs> if, he's, if he's in makeup for two hours under heavy prosthetics, you're not going to know that it's him. Um, but they, they, first of all, I, I didn't, I mean, I heard of this, but like, I wasn't really sure like what it was about. I knew Jude Law was in it. It's very hush hush. Um, but apparently it's the Goonies it is, in space. Yeah. Thank you. I was just going to say that. So, um, <laughs> go fuck yourself. And, um, so anyway, that, since it's Goonies in space, it kind of makes sense that like pirates would be the villains, right? 
There's also another rumor that um, the pirates are the same pirates that were in uh, Mandalorian this past season. Like, so it's like that same group of people. And this happens parallel to, it's like the same time frame as the Mandalorian is happening, um, which I thought was interesting. So, I mean, I almost wonder if there'll be some sort of a, a pop in by, um, I know you're looking at Urkel, that picture. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. um, Hyperspace. <laughs> honestly, I think the most interesting thing about this story was the fact that he was at a uh, Houston Oilers playoff game and just give an impromptu interview like it, at, at, in an intermission. And that's how all this happened. Like That's how that's it, how it went down. <laughs> Hilarious. And I don't think the other guy he was talking to even knew anything about Star Wars. He was just kind of like, mm, okay. <laughs> yeah, you know? But good for him. I think it's pretty great. And I think it could be fun. And again, yeah, Goonies in space. That's pretty much what it is. I mean, you have a bunch of kids and Jude Law is a Jedi and he's kind of training them. Are, are you and, fi- finishing up and going to a segue or, or can I get a can I get a full bite on this topic? I, I'm getting to you, Mike. I'm getting all to right, you. All right. <laughs> I was also going to say, as Sabrina wow. said, it takes place during the Mandalorian time. But of course, after uh, Return of the Jedi. So after Return of the Jedi, between that and The Force Awakens, that's where this whole universe fits which in. Mandalorian and, time. Yeah, which is where this fits in for our star wars fandom out there so mike i'm gonna go to you next here buddy so what do you think about jaleel white coming to star wars do you think he's gonna leave a big impact as big as his urkel career or do you think that this is just gonna be something like sabrina said prosthetics and i even know it's him i have no opinion i'm not interested oh okay <laughs> just kidding brian um, that yeah it, it's funny like if i'm if i'm giving you a lot of energy you're like or anybody you know you, you save us for last in this segment sometime i appreciate it let me let me let's do if you can i don't know how much time we can devote to this because we could go all night but uh you're true. squandering your precious minutes bro okay okay I'll be, I'll be fast for sabrina's sake uh the epic tale of jaleel white as urkel um i just see a lot of back and forth you've got clearly the young genius of Urkel, like nobody expected that. Oh, and then the pubescent Urkel. Oh, he's got to, you know, he's beginning to think, oh, I've, I'm contending with the way that I'm perceived by the audience. And he, he is reckoning with that. And so, boom, we've got Stefan Urkel. Um, so now we've got a way to deal with that. And, but then 1997 happens, we're post uh, Family Matters, and now. And now Urkel is left with this, you know, brief genius career. And, but what, what do you want him for other than that one trick pony? Right. So he's left in a little bit of a quandary. He gets some work as, as you mentioned earlier, Sonic, Hedgehog, uh, which is, which is great, but it's a very limited area. Um, what I'm hopeful now is that we've had enough time for him to process that back and forth of emotions of what his role as a child actor has been in being loved and being irrelevant back and forth. So maybe the he's he's not going to be channeling Urkel in this character at all. Um, but, <laughs> it's been a long path. <laughs> but he's also at the point where he's not having to work diametrically opposed to like try and strangle the role so he can get some more attention, right? Now he's just like, I'm happy to be hooked up with this with this Disney gig. This is great. So I think we've got a new relaxed Jaleel White and this is just – maybe he's under the makeup, but I bet he's going to be easy to deal with on set. And I 
I can imagine that this is going to result in some some more work for him. And he's clearly he's clearly a massively underrated genius. I've been saying this for at least the last two decades plus. <laughs> uh, so so yeah, bring bring it back, kick kick ass, Jaleel, and uh, and let's see that career explode, dude. Yeah, <laughs> Mike, you've been thinking about that a little bit, haven't you? <laughs> I think about that every day for like at least forty five minutes. <laughs> the daily jaleel <laughs> the daily jaleel yeah but you know that's true maybe he will be able to take like all that years of being a kid actor to now channel it and make the best character ever at the biggest time in his career for star wars where he can become well known well sought after and everyone's trying to get a picture with them just like megan markle and harry are always getting pictures taken of them and they're driving themselves nuts well apparently everybody this is for gr out there some more harry and, and megan news for you gr so harry and megan were apparently in a huge chase yesterday last night by the paparazzi so much so it gave him like some flashback to his youth and he's worried about like his his health his his livelihood his wife it was his wife him and his mother-in-law in the car apparently the paparazzi chased him for two hours apparently going on sidewalks running red lights just trying to get pictures they're saying they had like over like they said involved half a dozen blacked out vehicles chasing them and this was after an award ceremony okay so they went to an award ceremony apparently where megan markle was given a reward an award reward an award and the award was here goes sabrina she received a woman of vision award that's what she got last night a woman of vision Ooh. award and then as she was leaving so excited coming off this ceremony in new york city the paparazzi charged the cars. They got in their car and they're chasing around the streets. Multiple near collisions. Two police officers were involved with this. Almost ran over some bad pedestrians. And they said that they were worried about their livelihood and they thought they were going to die and end up in the hospital. But they didn't end up in the hospital. They got away. They were fine. Everything was okay. It makes me wonder if they're just kind of blowing it out of proportion for, I don't know, maybe for some uh, media news, you no. know, maybe, maybe a little bit relevancy no. again in their lives. Maybe, maybe. That's the question I throw at you. We talked about this last night about how celebrities do this, those stage publicity things in order to get paparazzi to chase them, to put themselves Abandon back in the children. news. Yeah, it's something that can happen. So let's go to Sabrina first. Sabrina, what do you think? Do you think that this was a, maybe it was intended to be a paparazzi stunt, something for publicity, or do you think that they really were being scared out of their minds, being chased by these paparazzi? And this was something that was, you know, they feared their life for. Okay. Uh, so first of all, I did joke that maybe they staged it, but I don't think that they did stage it. However, uh, I did a nice deep dive today whilst, whilst at work. Um, don't tell my boss, um, so that uh, I could be clear upon it because I was listening to the news on my way in when I was driving and they kept stressing every two minutes that this is their story, their version of events. So this is what their team came out and said to the media, okay? So that's, that's, mm. it's not official at all. It's just what Megan and Harry's team is telling us, right? So uh, on, my, uh, on my heavy deep dive Google situation, the uh, NYPD made a statement and they said on Tuesday evening, May 16th, the NYPD assisted the private security team protecting the Duke and Duchess of Sussex. There were a number of photographers that made their transport challenging. The Duke and Duchess arrived at their destination and there was no reported collisions, summonses, injuries, or arrests in regard. So NYPD doesn't seem like it's too big of a deal, right? Then the New York City mayor goes on to say, like he said something about Princess Diana and like, you know, how everyone knows how she passed and that people need to be responsible. And then he said, 
clearly expressing skepticism of the fact that this went on for two hours. He said, um, I find it uh, extremely hard to believe that there was a two-hour high-speed chase. We have hours. a lot of traffic, a lot two of hours, movement. They say. And there, yeah, there's a lot of people on the streets of Manhattan, and even a chase just as long as 10 minutes would be extremely dangerous. There's no way you get out unscathed you know, in a two-hour chase around Manhattan. Like, let's not be ridiculous. So uh, the mayor definitely does not buy that story. Then the uh, the royals, like Buckingham Palace, said, we have zero comment on this issue because we no longer uh, comment on matters related to the Duke and Duchess of Sussex because they stepped back from their royal duties. <laughs> I'm so obviously, they don't think it's a big deal. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, the... Uh, the paper outlet that the photographers submitted their photos to also made a statement uh, for the photographers. And they said that they were covering the couple's stay in New York City, including a possible dinner after the ceremony. They had no intention of causing any distress or harm. And the few photos even show Meghan Markle smiling in the cab. Uh, one of the four SUVs from Prince Harry's security escort was driving in a matter that could be perceived as reckless. The vehicle was seen blocking off streets in the video, and it is also shown being pulled over by police. Uh, according to the photographer's president, there were no collisions, no near collisions, no crashes, no near crashes during this incident. And they reported feeling that the couple was not in any immediate danger at that point. So I think that they just really blew up and made a, a huge deal out of a very small thing because they knew that it would get them in the media. It would get them attention, especially with obviously what happened with Princess Diana in 1997. And uh, I think they just really made it seem like it was something that it wasn't. That's kind of what it seems like. I mean, honestly, I heard that too, two hours. And I'm like, how do you have a car chase for two hours? Well, they were running traffic lights. They were riding on sidewalks. Well, and they were on a lot of anyone who's ever Anyone hours. who has ever driven in Manhattan knows that this is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But how long did OJ <laughs> on the 405? And if you live here, how the I'm, fuck did that happen on the 405? That's all saying. I can say. <laughs> you put a lot of facts out there about timeline. We're, we're not bringing up the OJ of this all. That's, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I, I'm still happened. shocked by no, OJ. Every, everything Damn there, Sean. Know. What do you think about this? Everything I need to know about Harry and Meghan, I learned from the South Park episode that dealt with them. Um, <laughs> Such a good episode. It's, yes, it's yeah, very no, well, much. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a bunch of nothing. Big surprise, it was nothing. And, um, yeah, and yet there's something. We want our privacy. About it. Exactly. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I couldn't care less about this. And congratulations, we fell into the trap that they've laid. They, they got us. Yeah, they I got say us. the same thing, Sean, except I, like I say the congratulations sincerely. <laughs> I say good work, guys. You played the bubble. You got us. We deserve it. So, Mike, yeah, you think the same thing, too? Mike, you think this is publicity? You think they just got us? You think that's what this is? Or do you think that it was really they were scared for their lives? Do you have to run? Like, what's a chase? Do you have to run from a person with a camera? Exactly. It's not, it's not a gun. Like, also, <laughs> tinted windows exist. And I can bet you that on all of those SUVs, every one of their windows is tinted. Like, you can't even see inside. Maybe you can. I don't know. I'm not an optics expert. I'm not claiming to be an optics expert. Well, apparently, <laughs> some of those pictures uh, have her smiling. So uh, I don't really yeah. think it's that big of a deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. So here's here I'm gonna uh, usually usually Sabrina and I have slightly different takes on this uh, because I say you know if if you can play them like a fiddle and you can get your bag like uh, how is it not gonna happen like that? Someone is going to do it if it's not Meghan Markle and and homie homie G. 
which is what I like to call him. Um, <laughs> it's going to be somebody else taking advantage because that niche exists in the ecosystem, right? Um, however, in this case, if you're using if you're using like your mother's highly uh, publicized death as a means of as a means of it, like that, that's a little weird. Bit ta- that's a little tasteless. Up. Tasteless. So here's here's a question to to everybody, but Sabrina in general. Um, so is this just a method of keeping them trending in the public eye, or is there is there a more direct way that this is leading to them getting getting some some skrilla that they're clearly that this whole their whole issue is like trending very it's got to be trending, Mike. Through. Trending, but also trying to get money. I mean, you also want to get publicity, so maybe they have something new coming out. So, there must so, yeah, be a new so, book, so, or so they more, new yeah, book, or, or new book another or Oprah interview. Like, yeah, yeah. That, just that, keeping them relevant. It just keeps them relevant because people mm-hmm. are talking about them. It keeps them in the news. It keeps them in the public eye. It, it keeps them relevant. We're we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get fatigue here though soon soon we enough. We already have like, it. They, they better they better have <laughs> yeah. they better be have it. something big. If if they're not getting any money directly from this crazy bullshit situation. Uh, they they oh, I'm be sure they will. I'm sure yeah. there'll be a huge interview that they'll be like, oh my god, we prayed for. Oh my god, I thought we were gonna die. Uh, there was a, a paparazzi on a bicycle that was going so fast. <laughs> oh, oh, so bad. Like, bring it <laughs> in, baby. And like, yeah, exactly like you said, like there, it's a camera. Like just it's a stop camera. It. Like you just you could just stop the car and sit there with the windows rolled up, the tinted windows, and just just wait. Right, like they'll hey, get bored guys, eventually and leave. Hey guys, <laughs> yeah. my mom died like this. I don't really want to play this game. Can yeah. we just yeah, not? This is probably not they cool. Were driving on cur- like, has, any, has anyone been to Manhattan? There's no driving on the sidewalk. It, it, you would mow down 30 people. It, literally totally 30 absurd. people. Totally absurd. It's ridiculous. Yeah, doesn't it, pass it really the is ridiculous. No. Yeah, I mean, that's why it doesn't make sense. Ty in the chat, too, was saying two hours. Come on. You know, it's, it's a lot, yeah. it, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. It does feel like he came back from his father's ceremony, and then she's like, I'm not in the news at all. If I'd be in the news somehow, let's stage something. To me, it well, kind of seems it like that. Blame it on the woman. I'm not blaming Brian. on the woman. Yeah. I'm just saying. fucking brave. It was all Harry. All Harry. Harry yeah, asshole. She, she, she is definitely. She is. <laughs> She is definitely the uh, <laughs> she's the catalyst in that relationship, oh. honestly. I mean, we talked about this last night, how Kim Kardashian does this, though, where she has, has paparazzi. She pays somebody that brings paparazzi out, creates stories, and it creates buzz when they have a new show coming out to help out the Kardashians and shit like that. So that's all I'm saying. It seemed to me like that's kind of what the story is. When I first saw it, I'm like, did they get hurt? I thought, like, maybe a car accident happened, you know? And you start reading, you're yeah, like, based oh. On the, based on the headlines. Headlines. Like, I think it's a, like the headlines actually are really, happened. Yeah. Yeah. Near catastrophe. Near, yeah, near catastrophic. Like fuck That's off. That's the biggest please. non-headline you could have. Near yeah, something, something yeah. almost happened, and you should a two-hour chase. Like stop, just stop. Yeah, yeah. But another big headline today that came out is the new Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning trailer is out. And of course, everyone's talking about that motorcycle stunt that Tom Cruise did. You see it online. There's pictures everywhere. He apparently did it so many times, like over and over again for one whole day because that's Tom Cruise. That's what he does. But this is going to be a send-off for the Mission Impossible franchise, this two-parter. Part one, of course, coming out this summer, July 14th, 2023. Part two coming out July 28th, 2024. Rebecca Ferguson joins the cast. we got Vin Rain, Simon Pegg, of course, is back. Vanessa Kirby's in this. Uh, S.A. Morales is coming in to be the bad guy. But the thing is about this, it's like, 
these movies, we know what we get with this. We know we're getting Tom Cruise running in the trailer. He's fucking running his ass off again. We got on top of that. We got, you know, big stunts like this off the um, off the cliff on a motorcycle. You also got that train crash in this trailer too, which looked pretty cool. I enjoy these movies because it's always like high action, high insane, insane like stunts. But it's kind of like Fast and the Furious, but better, I would say. Always better. You got Tom Cruise in there kicking some ass. Uh, uh, Sean's thinking about it. Think about that, Sean. We'll get up to you about that. Am, but that, am, that's yeah, the thing. Yeah. But that's the thing. It's like that's kind of what it's, it's like this big blockbuster action film that Tom Cruise brings out. Of course, he's getting older. So 63, 62 years old. It's like he's kind of at that time that maybe he won't be doing this that much longer. Who knows? But then again, he might be the kind of man that you'll catch him jumping out of a plane at 90, you know, and doing something crazy. Let's go to Mike first on this. Mike. So Mission Impossible came out. What do you think about this stunt? Him going off this cliff, flying off the motorcycle, and parachuting away down the cliff. And do you think this will be a good movie for Tom Cruise? There's a lot that can be said about Tom Cruise. He's a controversial figure in some respects. Uh, one respect that I find him not controversial at all is he's an actor who's all about doing like his own crazy stunts. Like it's pretty cool. Like. I don't, I don't know what kind of personal beliefs he has that enable him to do uh, do such interesting activities that are far beyond the, the pale of us mere mortals, uh, but accolades to him and in his 60s, like still crushing it. Uh, so so good, good job, Tom. Um, as far as the Mission Impossible movies, they're incredibly consistent. Is Were any of them bad? Like, I think... Yeah. I, I think I think the worst I think the worst thing you could say about them is that watching uh what particularly the bit with uh what was it five with with Superman and there's a helicopter involved in a, oh yeah yeah is that this is fighting. this is a highly implausible situation in fact that's that's what my mission wife impossible said. We watched, it's mission <laughs> impossible like I, I had to I had to come up with just crazy crazy rationales involving multiverses <laughs> like in order to say that this is a plausible thing for us to at least be watching even if it's not occurring in our own section of the multiverse um, you think he's crazy to do a stunt though mike or you think this is par for the course no dude he's got he's got great insurance they're not gonna let him do anything that's actually dangerous that's not gonna anything that would would kill him one time in ten thousand they're not gonna let him do like yeah they're they're, they're not giving him the like the the budget walmart bungee cord okay they're <laughs> not, not giving him the the quadruple thick the brian we call that the quadruple mm -hmm. thick <laughs> all right it's <laughs> bungee, a sticky situation that you're getting me into right now uh, yeah. okay. <laughs> you're, you're polish brian this is <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, this is embarrassing. Oh my God. I don't know where you're going. I, <laughs> it, you can watch that on Peacock, everybody. So, <laughs> yeah, so gonna be uh, I'm, I'm, I'm saying that I'm saying that of of a lot, a lot of properties, Mission Impossible is has been doing great. Like it's entertaining every time. Yeah, it really is. So, I mean, you know what you're getting yourself into this. Sean, what do you think about this movie? What do you think about this stunt? And what do you think about the new trailer? Do you think this is going to be a hit for Tom Cruise? Or should he have stopped being this character years ago? 
No, I, I, I think he's going to run this one into the ground. This is a fantastic stunt. Every, every uh, iteration of this franchise that comes out, he's always pushing the boundaries. He's always finding something new to show us that we didn't think was possible or didn't think was feasible. Again, it's a, in, 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 we're just coming up with I adjectives at this point, right? Impossible, impractical, whatever you want to say. Um, no, I, I think uh, it's going to be great. They're very formulaic at this point. We kind of know what to expect expect in these movies but again this is part of the fun of going to the movies to watch things like this we don't need something that challenges us so much it's just a little suspension of disbelief some popcorn a, a, a coke that's going to make you piss your brains out in like an hour and a yeah. half um what else do you need um do so you, yeah I, i'm all for it do you think this is his craziest stunt or do you think this is kind of tame like that cliff we have up right now that's what he ran off of he drove he drove a motorcycle off that thing and flew through the air is this as crazy as normal or is it just like he's losing it a little bit i don't know i you know the fact that he was holding on to a plane that took off i think was for me one of the top ones um so this uh, you know this is interesting um but no, I, I, you know, I, I think he's got more to show us. I think the franchise has got more to show us. And I think the trailer does exactly what it's supposed to. It teases you a little bit about what to expect. Uh, the crazy visuals, crazy kind of action. And uh, I'm, I can't wait to see it. Gets you amped. What do you think, Sabrina? Yeah. Sabrina, what do you think down there, Sabrina? Do you think that this is going to be a big hit for Tom Cruise? Or do you think you're over the Mission Impossibles? Uh, me personally, or like the world, because me. I'm talking about you. I, I'm not. I'm. Uh, you know, I'm not a Tom Cruise fan. Period. Um, I'm also not really a Mission Impossible fan, though I do really enjoy uh, Ving Rhames and Simon Pegg. Um, Tom Cruise, to me, honestly, and I know that people love him, but he literally, it, to me, is the same character in every single movie. Mm-hmm. He's just. He's just running really fast like this with the blades and jumping on shit and jumping off shit and kind of being like a wise ass. Like, it's just always the same. So, like, I'm not super impressed by this guy, like, ever in general. Plus, he's, like, four foot tall, which, like, okay, hey, not, I'm only, I'm only saying, he's four foot tall, dude. He's I'm not. Like, he's oh tall. He's tiny. He's tiny. He wears There's boots. There's nothing wrong like, with being four foot tall. Yeah, what are, Look, what are, I'm just what, saying. What? No, because everyone's like, he's just, like, big, elitist? huge action. What are we doing here? Pike yeah, <laughs> shaming. Yeah, I am high shaming because the reason why I'm high shaming is because people are like, he's this huge action star. Da, da, da. He wears like these lifts. And like, really, if you put him next to like any person in that movie, he would look like a little tiny person. And everyone thinks he's so fucking badass. He is badass. He does his own stunts. Like you said, the standing, the holding onto the plane, like I, the, the motorcycle thing does not surprise me at all. Doesn't surprise me. I don't think that there is any, um, like, I, I, I don't, I'm not surprised. He jumped. He's going to do a film a movie in space, dude. Is this a space movie? No, it's not. Is not yet. They have not shot the right. space movie yet. Well, he's doing a movie in space. Like, I am not surprised. Like, I, I would expect him to, like, jump out of a spaceship and somehow manage to float his way back to Earth and land in the water, the fucking psychopath that he is. But <laughs> that being said, Brian, you said Rebecca Ferguson is joining the cast. She's been in two other Mission Impossibles, FYI, Rogue Nation, and Fallout, which was five and six. Um, so I just wanted to make sure that we knew that. And then also, I meant rounding um, the cast up. All right. Well, you said joining. I just wanted to make mm. sure that, you know, I correct the error before Bananas someone oranges. yells at us in the comments. Bananas <laughs> and oranges? That doesn't... Okay. <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, I'm not excited, but I'm not going to see it in the movie theater. I'll see it when it comes on, on uh, my couch, just like I do with every other Mission Impossible movie, and uh, that's it. I don't mind that they keep making them, honestly, because, like, like you said, very formulaic, very obvious action bullshit. So, like, it's fine. It doesn't upset me. 
but I'm definitely not going to pay $20 to go see it. I'll see, I'll see you when you come on my couch, Tom. <laughs> when it comes on my couch, when it comes out on my couch, like when I can sit on my couch and watch it. Well, you can don't, sit don't, on. Don't make okay. this a sticky situation, Mike, okay? No. Oh, it's, it's, there it is. That's what I was waiting for. There it is. It's your fault, Brian, for starting that. I'm, hey, I'm hey. sending the blame for all that nonsense earlier. I just threw the ball. You caught it and threw it to somebody else, and they caught it, threw it to somebody now else. We're in so a I mean, sticky it's, situation. Now we're in potato, a baby. sticky situation, and that leads me to our featured story of the night. And what is that sticky situation? Who will be cast as Superman? That is a sticky situation because if you cast the wrong person, the fans will go freaking nuts because we know how this town works with these castings. And a lot of times there's fan castings, and that's why James Gunn's been very quiet about it. Well, now, across the board, news is coming out who potentially is going to be our Superman and our Lois Lane. Now, there's a couple people still down to the wire. They're saying they're sending in final tapes over Memorial Day weekend, and then they're supposed to make a final decision early June probably right in time for Comic-Con. I'm guessing that's when he'll actually announce it. I can't imagine James Gunn doing an announcement via Twitter or something like that because if you got a big event like Comic-Con coming out, that's the time when you tell people about Superman. But anyway, so James Gunn said he's relieved about this because they have some great people that are up for it. And he says that he wants Superman to be someone that you want to give a hug to. That's what he's saying. You see him and you want to give him a hug. He wants him to be wholesome, all-American. He wants to go with an American actor, apparently. That's been something they've been talking about. Some of these people up for the running are not American, but that's why they're saying that David Korsna is the main person that'll probably get it because he is American. He's wanted to play it for a while. He's 29 years old. He uh, starred in the movie Pearl. He's also been in The Politician and looked both ways. And if you see some of the fan art, which we'll show you tonight, it kind of makes sense to me. He seems like he makes you know, a pretty good Superman. Tom Brittany is also up for it, 32 British actor. He was in, uh, played Reverend uh, Will Davenport in ITV's I'm at Gretchen Chester. I probably just butchered that, everybody. But, you know, that's what he's known for. Andrew Richardson also from The Independent and Vice and Killer Among Us, which I don't really know who these people are that much. And then Jacob uh, Eldori from Euphoria apparently was up for it. Well, they were saying, but now they're saying going back that he would actually didn't send a tape in. But these are our main people right now that are up for Superman. And I think David is the person. I think so. We'll see. Now comes Lois Lane. The main person up for it is Miss Maisel herself, Rachel Brosnahan. Apparently, she's the main person up for this. She said it would be extraordinary on The View recently, saying if she got this. She also said, don't you know, listen online, but you could tell there was something going on behind her voice. Emma Mackey's also up from Barbie, Death in the Nile, Sex Education. She's 27 years old. Phoebe uh, Dynavar is up. She's also from Bridgerton. She's 28. And then Samara Weaving's also up for it, they're saying, who's 31 from Babylon, Bill and Ted, Hollywood, ready or not. She's done a lot. So, but it sounds like Rachel and David are the main people. We'll see. They're also saying Nicholas Holt is up for Lex Luthor, which could be pretty cool. Uh, very interesting. And, and and James Gunn was actually saying that Lex Luthor is going to be more of the um, apex Luthor, they're saying. And the apex Luthor being the one that can actually fight Superman, actually has strength beyond just being a human. So that when Superman and him actually get face-to-face, it'll be stronger, tougher to beat Lex Luthor. So that's kind of cool. So that's kind of the casting news going on. This is coming out July uh, I think it's coming out in 2024, July 11, 2024. It's going to start shooting early January. So that's what they have to start announcing these cast members. And to me, you know, we've, we've all seen the pictures. I've sent them out to everybody. I think, I think it makes sense, right? Sean, what do you think? Do you think that 
any of these people are really going to be meant to play Superman and Lois? What are your favorites? And do you think it makes sense or are they way off? I don't think they're way off. I, I think when you look at historically how Superman and Lois Lane have been casted, it's it's always somebody that is kind of known but not super well known. This is like an opportunity for them to kind of you know re reinvent themselves or at least come out and and become a bigger star. Um, I think it's going to be really tough for me to accept anyone that's not up to the stature of Henry Cavill. I think he did a fantastic job with Superman. Uh, couldn't give two shits about who they have playing Lois Lane because I think they all always really play her the same way um, anyone will be I, better I, than amy adams there you go you got that i would agree with that um but again i don't think i think these names are just conjecture at this point i think the way that james gunn is going to announce this and um how he's going to bring about it is going to follow the tradition of of how superman is um you know kind of casted uh so i'm excited to see who it is i don't think it's any of these names yet i just don't think we're uh, we're there yet I feel like and this is David up the screen right now. I feel like I, I see what people are saying, probably Sean, that it would be him. Also, he like has been told he looks like Henry Cavill apparently for a long time, and he that. said he always, he always tried to shy away from that. But he also said that he was hoping the next iteration of Superman would be like a ray of light, and he would like to play that character. So he's a big Superman fan too. So that's also why fans are kind of going nuts, being like maybe he'd be the guy. Throw yeah, that's the hard muscle, part about along. yeah. It'll look, it'll look a lot more like Henry Cavill even. Yeah. yeah, that's the hard that's thing about casting characters that you've known and grown up with and had for generations. It has to be nailed. It has to be. There's so much pressure on the actors uh, that handle these characters to do it well and do it with reverence that these characters deserve. And, and yeah, it's, it can be really tough if I mean, I, I still want to see Nicolas Cage get his shot. Um, yeah. You know, like, like, why the hell not? Well, uh, well. You might actually very soon see him get his shot, Sean. I don't want to say anything because I heard this actually online already. Spoiled something for me. But very soon, very, very soon, everybody, you will see Nick Cage wearing that Superman costume. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. Within within this year. Within this year. super rude. Within this year. What is the context or something? Now, like if anybody wants me to spoil it, I will. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it out to the to the the, the group here first. So, anybody want to see it? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Oh no, Sabrina. Uh oh, uh oh. <laughs> Sean, I'm leaving it up to you, buddy. Is it the Sean? <laughs> no, I don't want to know. He's saying no. He's saying no. I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Superman, Superman. And you're too just going to side with John, Mike? That's I'm, I'm... bullshit. You don't have an opinion? <laughs> of course he has an opinion. They're, they're just as good as mine, though. His, too, his opinion is whatever you think, apparently. I'm too excited to whatever make a choice, think. Sabrina. Well, no, GR's I, I... down too, so I guess I'm out All right. Time, Thank you, guys. GR. Thank you, GR. I was going to say, what world? What world? Hey, get me. Get me. Oh. Get me. I'm ready. I'm ready, everybody. Why the hell not? Who you would love Superman a good vibe. Brian Cruz just going out there fighting for truth, justice, the American way? I see. Uh, and you definitely want to give him a hug. Like, one of your curls, like, down yeah, in front is one, the only thing. Little, send me the audition yeah. tape right now. Let's go. There you go. <laughs> is that how it works? They send you the audition yeah, tape? Yeah, yeah. They send you I'll a VHS to record over. Yeah. 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 Send me it. I'll put it into my VCR. I'll hook up my camera with the long cord, and I'll record that shit. I'll put the pack over my shoulder, yeah. and I'll go record it right now. Let's it's do like, it. Well, You're going to tie yeah. a sheet around your neck? 
Ready to go. Okay. That's all you need exactly. to do. All you need to do. Sabrina, what do you think about these casting notifications? Do you think that we're on with all these people, or do you think that none of these actually match Superman and Lois Lane? Uh, I mean, the, honestly, like with movie magic, you could make people match way, way more than uh, than you would think, you know. And like looking at these people at first glance, like they all kind of have a slight resemblance to Superman. Um, on the woman's side, you know, two of the girls are blonde. Um, and you know, two of them are brunettes. So obviously, a, everyone's picture of Lois Lane growing up is is a brunette. Um, so like, you know, that would make me lean in that direction. But how many times has any female actress dyed their hair? So I don't really think like you know a snap judgment on base of off these pictures of what these people normally look like is really a thing because they can make anyone look like anyone. Like that's the beauty of the hair and makeup and costume department. They really do a great job and. You know, I feel like, I don't know why with Amy Adams, they were like, let's just have a redhead, which I thought was super weird. Um, and, and, and I don't know, it was just a weird dynamic between those two and I didn't love it. So I really hope they do nail it in this one because they do have a, a really wonderful relationship, Lois Lane and uh, and Clark Kent and also Superman. So I, I hope that they do it more justice than I feel like it was done previously. Um, I, I agree with Sean 100% that this is really all conjecture at this point. And... Um, you know, people are just kind of taking things and running with them. Um, so I don't, uh, I, I don't really know. I don't really know where to place my judgment here. Like, I, I don't know that I would be happy or disappointed if any of these people were chosen. You know, I just, I'm, I'm going to wait and see. I'm not going to speculate. And GR, I can put some muscle on tomorrow with that DC steroids. Let's do it right now. Let's go. I like go. it. Now I'm, now I'm Lois Lane. We're in. Thank you, GR. You would, yes. you would make a terrific it's Lois Lane, Sabrina. You'd be, I, I agree. Sean, I agree. Sean, is ta- Sean is talking about like they've all got that same flavor. Like I think yeah. this casting, like she looks exactly like when I think, even if before I knew this actress, when I closed my eyes and thought about Lois Lane, her is what I thought of. You Rachel on the other Brosnan. hand could, could bring some some flavor to the role. And I think I think they should really consider <laughs> seriously bringing you on board the project. Oh, well, I, I, I got it though. You and I play Lex Luthor together. Oh, I like that. Oh, it's just the too. two of us standing side by side shouting the lines. <laughs> and like I, I think that's I'm envi- I'm envisioning no. more of a Krang situation, Sean. Oh, where sure. I'm the big android and you're yeah. present like inside my inside body. Your well, what, yeah, why one not? of you yeah. could be Lex Luthor and one of you can be the apex like Lex Luthor. How about yeah. that? We just split that's... the time. It's Pokemon Evolution. Why not? Yeah. Can, can, can I ask? Can I ask? Because it got mentioned organically. Uh, Sean, uh, as someone who has a little bit more familiarity with the comic books, we've seen um, Soup go up against Lex Luthor, like actually head to head, like a hundred times in a million different variations, right? Like, but we haven't seen that displayed on the, the cinematic silver screen. Uh, are you? You think there is some potential there? Does that excite you? I think it does, because I think that's the whole problem in all the Superman movies is there's no one that can ever go toe to toe with him. And they solved that Man of Steel very well uh, with General Zod. It's just the people were so surprised that he killed them. Um, yeah. I, I think, yes, you, you give a character like Lex Luthor the powers of Superman. You give him the fe- the ability to go toe to toe against this arch ne- nemesis. Like, yes, that's a fight you want to see. That's like, there's just so much kind of uh, built onto that, that um, it, it, it works. Um, yeah. I'm excited to see it. Hopefully we do see an apex Lex. Um, I'm, 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 I'm all for that. Oh yeah. 
Yeah, that's what James Gunn's saying. Apex Lex is coming. And also he was saying that he may have beaten a lot of Lex Luthers from different multiverse dimensions. So apparently it might tie that in Ooh. like he's like the strongest Lex Luthor out there to it's fight Superman. It's the one situation. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Everyone it could be good. No one else rem- remembers that movie. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, okay, so, are, so you're sold on these people, Mike? You think that Rachel and you think David are the ones or do you think anybody else might fall in there? The main points I, I wanted to mention, I, I just hit with uh, Sean and Sabrina making a perfect Lois Lane. <laughs> Dude, that was the only thing I wanted to say. <laughs> other, th- other than that, Henry Cavill's a tough act to follow, man. Like he Indeed. looks, he looks just just right. Um, if I had any other thoughts to say, I'm looking at uh, who will play DCU Superman. It's a bunch of white guys, man. Give me a damn black dude. Give me a <laughs> give me a South Asian bro. <laughs> give me a Native American gentleman. <laughs> I, I've had enough. Can't, can't, like this is America. America is is everybody. Let's represent everybody. We've had 97 different white ass Supermans. Do all the Supermans have to be that cornbread? I say no. Well, they are in Kansas. He is from Kansas. Yeah, but also he's also an alien. So all aliens are white. Apparently, all aliens are white. Okay, okay. Yeah, <laughs> po- point made. All aliens are white. So. <laughs> but they were actually talking about doing a spinoff with a black, you know, Superman. If, that was the thing Idris, that was going. If Idris Elba was uh, 12, 15 years younger, I'd say get that dude in the suit. That fool would be Superman. Yes. He would be uh-huh. James Bond. Bond. He would be yes. everybody. Oh, he, be he'd be a Ninja Turtle. He'd be everything. That's all I'm saying. You know, all he'd be working be even Luther, more than he man. is. That's it. All he needs to be is Luther. Yeah, I'd be great. You'd be great. You'd be you'd be a good Luther. And Nicholas Holt, Ooh, apparently, they're Elba saying. For Kang. Sorry, I'm just. I don't mean oh, Idris Elba be a great Kang. That, Let's go into the Marvel. Pitching, yes, we were pitching Denzel Washington, but now that you've mentioned Idris Elba, I think I want to change my vote. I just just saying. Sorry well, for the, the sidebar. I'm still well, on fact, Denzel's train. I like Denzel I mean, a lot I, too. I like Denzel too, but I feel like Idris Elba can nail it too. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Gr the uh, job of the hut, the only non-white alien. Touche. <laughs> Touche. It's true. That's fact. That's totally fact. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Superman Legacy is coming, everybody. The announcement's coming very soon for the actual cast. This is from The Hollywood Reporter and Deadline, and insiders are saying that it's coming down to pretty much Rachel and David are the higher ones. Of course, everyone else is still on that list. James Gunn is still reviewing tapes. He's still going through it. He has not made an official announcement. They're doing one more rounds of final auditions coming in. We'll see. I wish they would have done an open call. Again, come on, open call. Or like maybe just like let people send tapes in. That would have been fun. You but you know get what? get on that Marvel juice. Get some... Get some protein in your bones, right? I know, right? It's I, it's, I it's. I can't even imagine that, Brian. Yeah, well, maybe one day. <laughs> no, no, it's been it's been a while. I don't know if that's gonna happen. <laughs> But Superman Legacy, it's coming, everybody. It's going to be great, I think. Hopefully, James Gunn's fun director, so hopefully he brings that energy to this and brings Superman back to being that ray of light that's hopes and dreams for all of us because he's supposed to be hope. Anyways, everybody, wow. thank you so much for being here tonight. As always, appreciate you on this hump day edition. Hump day, that's all I can say. Stop Sean. it with the hump day, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Sean, thank you for being here on hump day. Hopefully you had a great yes. night. <laughs> It was a sticky situation, and I'm glad oh. we're, uh, we got through it. Um, just thank you. <laughs> thank you for always having me here on Wednesdays. Of course. Thank you for being here. Mike, as well, thank you for being here on Wednesday. Appreciate you on this Wednesday hump day edition. Hey, wait. Let, let me see if I can get this right. Wait, there's Lois Lane, 
Superman and uh, and these Lex Express com- combo Lex combo Express. Lex right here. Yes. Oh, Lex wait, this way. I bet it. There That's it. That's it, everybody. And Sabrina as well. Look no further, sir. You have found your cast. We nailed it. <laughs> Woo. Anyways, everybody, please like and subscribe. Join our Patreon if you can. And as always, tell your friends, tell your family, tell your cousins, tell your uncles, tell your aunts, tell your nephews, tell your sisters, tell your little sisters, big sisters, little babies running around your street and strollers that are like so cool and cute. Cuddle them, tickle tickle them, tell them to subscribe to Cruise Control. Like I said, the raccoon in your garbage can, the chinchilla fighting the squirrel, because the squirrel always fucking wins. I don't know why, but when he wins and he beats that chinchilla's ass, say subscribe to Cruise Control, everybody. As always, I will say have a great night. Thank you. Come back again here on Friday for our Drunk Friday. It'll be fun as always, everybody. And thank you so much. Take care. We're at like almost 300. We'll be there by Friday. Talk to you soon. See ya.